You alright? Yeah. I don't know. I just got a bill. You just got, like... got a bill? <laughs> yeah. It's weird. Like, this is the thing that set me off this morning. But I woke up and I was like, oh, God, there's so much to do. And I've been thinking about all these. Like, I have a lot of options right now and I'm really stressing out. And then I open up my Gmail and it's like, hey, it's time to pay your annual fee to Autodesk for Maya. You owe us $1,300. Uh. It's just a stressful time right now. I hit the point where it's not fun with with making a video game. Yeah, I mean that. <laughs> There's a lot of those points, I think, right? There, there are, yeah. Yeah, but when it was a side project, it was always like, oh, God, I can't wait to get home from work so I can do the thing that I love. And I still have that sometimes, but now it's also like, not really, because I've been in... Sp- making powerpoints basically like i spend most of my time in powerpoint and excel Mm. right now just because like i'm i don't even know how like when i quit i was like i'm gonna make this game and it's gonna be fun and i'm just gonna have a year where i just have fun and i make an indie game and then all this stuff happened in the industry and there's these opportunities and i had this thing where like a venture capitalist reached out to me right and they're like well we're we're you know backing women owned companies and i was like okay well maybe i'll think about this i've never thought about venture capital i have no idea how to do this let me do a bit of research and then it's like all right explain what a game company is and how you're gonna are and i'm like i don't want to do this like, I just, <laughs> oh you don't even know what games are no I'm oh good. god like i don't want to explain how you could are i'm not gonna do this song and dance i don't know the language like, I just don't want to do this. <laughs> and then then I started talking to publishers and I was like, okay, well, if I could do anything, like if I could blow up this game into it, right, what would that take? And I started thinking about that and I made a pitch for that. And then the publisher's like, that's great. So we're going to want like, you know, publishers will want like, it depends, at best case scenario, 30% um, of your profits. And I look at that and I'm like, well, when I look at how much I invested versus how much you invested, that makes no sense. Like, for what? For Loke? <laughs> and, Loke. I mean, mar- marketing is localization. Oh, right. <laughs> like, the, that sounds the like some sort of, of character in a Constantine comic. No, I mean, publishers are great because they'll help you out with your ports, they'll help you out with localization, and they'll help you out with, like, marketing, which is the biggest thing. You yeah. need marketing. I got no goddamn marketing plan. I know that. Like, and it's not worth investing until I get marketing like investing personal money or anything unless i've got some kind of marketing plan right mm-hmm. so then you go down that road where it's like but i could just hire a marketing company and pay for the loc myself and not give up 30 percent. and at the most it would cost what like localization to the 12 major languages probably got that at like twelve thousand. like i can i can tally these things up but i'm like i could just not give up 30% and get the money for that and then it's like but then I'll lose my mind also I don't really want to I can't be the solo developer and also the person who arranges travel and goes around to shows and things and it's yeah, just like that sounds super fun I mean that's the thing where I'm like localization might be easy but how easy is it to just go hi marketing company do thing like is that really I know I there know. are PR firms that exist that kind of do that, but excuse me, also, but uh, I don't know. How simple is that? What is marketing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm actually going to call, like, I 
after the holidays, I'm going to talk to a marketing PR firm. I'm still like really weighing my options here. Mm. And there's also just the turbulence in the industry right now. Like it's simultaneously an insanely exciting time. There, uh, I have a couple options on the table and there's none of them that I really, I, I don't know. But like, it's a really exciting time in the industry right now. We've got new consoles are coming at some point very soon. I'm guessing 2020. Like, generally they launch Q4. So I'm guessing Q4 2020. I'd be pretty surprised if a lot of them dropped in 2019. Yeah, I think Sony and Microsoft will drop. Time. No, and Sony dropping out of uh, E3 at 2019 is pretty goddamn telling. Like, they're going to be at 2020. Um, so I think you can expect the Xbox... Microsoft will most likely follow suit. So we got consoles coming out Q4 2020, which means market penetration for the current generation of consoles is ideal, like right now, 2019. Yeah. This is the perfect time to launch a console game. Um, it also means that a lot of the big AAA studios are going to be launching in Q4 2020, which means like early 2020, late 2019 is a great goddamn time to launch a game. Because everybody's all the money's locked up and making sure that they have these exclusives. There's a reason Microsoft's buying up all these companies, right? Yeah. So it's a really opportune time, and I I feel like I have this really great opportunity here that I don't want to blow. But it's also just I'm working on a, a tiny little indie game that I really shouldn't be as in love with as I am. Like, I, <laughs> why'd you say that? I don't know. Well, part of it is like, so a couple months ago I thought of this as like, okay, it'll make me, you know enough money to survive for a year or two. Mm. Um, whereas now I'm like, I'm pitching this to publishers. I'm like, well, if we do this, let's do it right. And now I'm in love with the idea of doing it right. And I'm like, but the market doesn't want <laughs> like a, a beautiful, pu- well, maybe they do. I think they could. I'd uh, hope you'd think they could. I believe it. Yeah. But if you like, didn't, strongly, that'd be a shame. <laughs> no, I mean, I do, but then my friends are logical and have data and they're like, Gwen, you're up your own ass. And they're right. <laughs> I mean... So, what do you do? It depends. I mean, I guess... I, I always enjoy people that will think big on anything. Like, if you're like, why don't we make it the biggest thing in the world? Like, I, I enjoy that as a baseline. But I guess there's got to be a level of realism at some point. But I don't know. Like, I think part of it is I encounter... Uh, I encounter a lot of other indies that where they'll show me something that's like, you know, college level work, and they'll be like, "This is bigger than Mario." Yeah, and I'm like, "In your own head, kid." Yeah, like it's like this isn't like, <laughs> and I I can't help like I'm in that place where I'm like, I love this game. It's the greatest thing in the world, and I've just I feel, you know. I'm like, but I've seen other people do this and I know I'm being stupid. It's mm. like that other voice on the shoulder. Well, I mean, I guess it's the, you have to balance that with just knowing if it's actually, I mean, you have a lot of experience. So knowing that it's actually good and knowing that it's fun and that stuff has got to come into that when you're yeah, doing that course. sort of equation in your head. Of course. Well, I mean, you can't, <clears throat> It doesn't matter how much experience you have. You want a perspective on your own work. I need to just have other people play it. Mm. I need to start doing playtests again. I haven't done that in a while. I'm going to try to chill out until after the holidays. It's a struggle, but everybody I know is gone on holiday anyway. So 
It's time to chill out. Hmm. Then how do you get people to play test it? Like, because isn't that not, is that something a publisher would provide as well? Like, depends. There's definitely um, one very large publisher that would love to focus test the game every month and so forth. Yeah. Mm. Some publishers will do that. Um, I'm thinking of one in particular. Uh, but they're, uh, but yeah, the larger publishers, not the indie publishers. I don't think like Devolver necessarily does that. They might organize smaller playtests with just the community and so forth. Yeah. But they don't have like the lab, you know, like a EA will have the the playtesting lab. Yes. Where they, you'll sit there behind the double mirror and watch people play. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or um, and a lot of multiplayer games have a lot of things like that and so forth. Um. And that is important. I'm still trying to find the balance between like where I fit in the market and what I want versus what I also want. <laughs> mm. Do you understand? Like the the balance between uh, how much I want to make enough money to eat. I don't want to feel like I'm screwed over by a deal. I want to um, make something that I love and that I'm proud of. I want to, dear God, I want to ship by like q3 next year because i'm just afraid um i'm afraid of the market it's in a way it's good we have a really big uh war going on between these platform holders right now right mm. um but if you notice the, a part of that war is the free content and subscription models like yeah Epic has a free thing coming out every week i don't i'm gonna bring up discord i as somebody who's running a business you should never shit talk some, another business you might work with one day um, but I'll say, I think, <laughs> but I'll shit talk this one. Uh, well, I think discord is coming to, discord came out this week and said that their store, you know, they launched a storefront and they're like, yes. we're dropping, we're dropping our rev share in our storefront to 90, 10. It's like, okay, welcome to the party. I guess discord. That's cool. But side note, you hid the store button on your thing like i have to dig to find the store button um yeah that was i'm looking at it right now and it's like i think this is actually the first time i've ever clicked on the store tab and also i'm like a i've got discord nitro and i'm i remember it telling me once like you get free games and i was like do i and i'm looking at them and i'm like oh i don't know what any of these are and I've never looked at them before, despite the fact it's told me, you get free things. I never even looked at it, and I don't... Yeah, I feel like Twitch is always throwing free shit at me, too. It's like, I know. here's skins. Yeah, skins I... for Overwatch. I'm like, I've never played Overwatch, man. I know, and I bought it for you and everything. So, <laughs> so <laughs> such cruelty. But it's... Uh, yeah, Twitch is the same, where it'll be like, you've got this game, and I never... You I just should... know, I... I did play. Di I I played Overwatch and I recorded a bunch of the animations were lovely. I'm sorry. It's just, I don't play shooters much. No, no, that's fine. It, it they are very good. Um, <laughs> I forgot that was a gift from you. Yeah. I should shut the hell up. Um, I liked playing Bastion. He was cool. Bastion, the little robot Bastion's dude. That, very like, cool. Yeah. His animation set was good. I liked it. It's fine. You don't now have to. <laughs> oh, I love. It was my favorite game. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm just anyway. so bad. Um, yeah, Twitch constantly tells me you've got free things and I never look at them. I guess because the free things aren't, like, so exciting or radical that I can be bothered. Like, I don't know. None of them are things that I'm... 
Like I see Gonna is in here, uh, but I played that quite a while ago. Uh, I was terrible at it, but I remember thinking it looked cool. Soma, I've heard of, uh, and that's it. But like, I don't know. It's uh, this is like if you subscribe to Nitro, this is a benefit. And to be honest, the benefits of Nitro are pretty slim <laughs> on Discord. I did it just because I was trying to grow the server we have at the moment, and uh, it kind of hasn't really equated to anything. So, yeah, Discord is a. Uh, I mean, it's there. Like, it doesn't even. It's a chat app. Yeah. It's an application for chatting. Discord is not Microsoft. They're not. I mean. <clears throat> So it's, you don't, most people, the vast majority of people do not give their credit card information to Discord. Yes. And so you have this friction of the first time they give you their credit card information to get over. Um, and that's a huge friction. That's just problem one out of the gate. The other problem is every company kind of wants to be a mega company now. Mm. And I can kind of see Epic doing it, to be fair. Partly because they have more money than God. Partly because I think they could actually crush it with the free deals. And they're they are aggressively trying to upset the market. They've got a lot of goals. Like Tim Sweeney is a programmer with a chip on his shoulder that wants to make an impact on the industry and has more money than anybody else right now. So he's going to do crazy things. He's going to have a free game at any given time every two weeks. He's going to he's moving aggressively into the film industry with his engine. Like the Unreal Engine is um, being used heavily for a lot of film stuff now. He's moving heavily into a lot of different industries. He's mm. shit-talked Microsoft publicly. I wouldn't be surprised if he starts slowly rolling towards making his own operating system. Like, I I mean, they are... They are in, the, in a mood. They are... Basically, they feel like they're on top of the world, and they're in a mood, and they want to change things, and they're going for it. And I... <laughs> it's beautiful to watch. Um, I don't get that feeling from Discord. I feel like they've got a good chat app yeah they they pretty much nailed it with that everyone everyone enjoyed using that that was into video games they tied it into that market quite nicely and uh yeah that's kind of it like i don't <laughs> i'm not it feels like the store's just there and i don't really know why there's a like I remember when PC gamers were furious at Steam, at Valve, and said that they didn't want to have to install Steam <laughs> yeah, to play Half-Life. I like, do I remember rem that. I remember the outrage and the vitriol, and I, and so what I see, what I see when people are mad at, at the Epic storefront, they seem significantly less mad than they were back then, comparatively. Mm. So that's actually kind of a good sign, but there are people who are pretty pissed. Or like, I want all my games in one place. Um, this is ridiculous. I love... Everybody seems to love a different kind of a feature out of Steam. Like, some people are way into the... Some people, that's how they communicate with their friends. They want to see what their friends are playing. Yeah, I don't get that. That feature never... That friends tab that opens up and says it doesn't mm -hmm. work every time I turn Steam on. Not for me. Man, there's a vocal minority of Steam users who are furious that epic doesn't have forums who think oh, yeah, that's I the way to reach out to that. devs yeah yeah like there's a vote very vocal i would argue they're a very vocal minority because the the other thing to keep in mind is anybody posting online is a, a seriously the minority the vast majority of people that use steam use it to play basically three games right 
Like yeah, or they or they just don't care that much. <laughs> like they might open it and go, oh, why doesn't it do that? But that's as far as most people's complaints will go. They'll say it to someone in the same room as them, and that's it. The, the wider world at large doesn't need to know mm. <laughs> the the problems that they have. Yeah, and I'll <clears throat> well, that's part of it. But I I just think there there's a reality to. If you're happy with a service, you don't go posting on the internet saying you're happy with it. Mm. Or, whereas if you're unhappy, then you do post. So mostly everything you see on the internet, whenever anybody's talking about a new storefront or a new patch to a game or anything, you're just seeing a lot of negativity. Yeah. For the most part, right? And, and to be fair, posting, mean... I like this just sounds like a weird advert. <laughs> Why would you? Yeah. Um, pe- and usually people will start with i like this but like Mm. you don't generally go people are far more likely to if they have a bad experience leave a negative review than they are to leave a positive review if they had a goodish experience you understand yeah so in general these things tend to go whenever you read anything on the internet it tends to be i hate this like here's here's my problems with what Microsoft is doing. Here's my problems with what with Epic's new storefront. Here's my you know whatever. Yeah. Here's why Discord is bullshit. So you get a lot of you just have to deal with a lot of that kind of thing. Um, yeah. So and it's hard to get a a good feeling where gamers stand on this stuff because gamers are a lot of people, and I think Fortnite. I think Epic has the opportunity to reach a different audience possibly younger yes but also just different um i i've hinted at this a couple times but i think a lot of the blizzard audience tends to be a very different audience than the steam audience in my opinion um Mm. and i think epic is more targeting that sort of audience um and that audience is used to having a couple like plays games has maybe 12 games a year you know mostly plays people who play World of Warcraft pretty much just play World of Warcraft but every now and then they play another game you know what I mean yeah and that's most people people who jump around especially people who play indie games <clears throat> tend to jump around and play a lot more like a lot more variety of games mm. um, and people who play strategy games this is hard to say you get a bit of both like you definitely get the people who are I don't know that's hard to say because like everybody I know that plays strategy games is like super cool wait yeah my god (laughs) just the best people really just honestly better than the rest of the world really just fascinating but um right like they'll (laughs) do i want to say more quantity i don't know a lot of people i know that are hardcore strategy nerds are like they'll bounce between stellaris and civ i see what stands out into my mind it's easier for me to name the the games that I didn't like, like Europa Universalis or something. Mm. But I feel like strategy gamers tend to play every strategy game that's hot. Well, I guess it's a, like it's not a it's not an underserved market, but it's also not a saturated market. So I guess yeah. when a new one comes out, you're gonna be like, oh shit. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going with all this. I'm just rambling. I don't understand the market, man. I don't know, but I will say strategy gamers tend to. Um, People who like strategy tactics game, people who like highly replayable roguelikes tend to love Steam. Um, because that's where they are. Yeah, man. Dem roguelikes. They're everywhere. 
And I think because of that, and because I'm in that market, I always viewed Steam as that. Whereas Blizzard was like where you get kind of like more mass market, bright, colorful games, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. I get you. It's, uh, so you said like you, you with marketing and you don't understand it. I want to know, Gwen Frey, <clears throat> what does, yes. what does one do exactly if, uh, they don't have a, a publisher, like, cause you've, you've referenced a few times, oh, go a marketing company. Is that uh, really a thing? Like, I don't really know. Like, do you just go market my game? Do you have to well, go to a specific game marketing company? Do they exist? I don't know. Yes. Um, so we we self-published The Flame and the Flood. And part of that was we um, we did as much as we could on our own. We set up our own booth. We organized our own travel and stuff to go to shows. Um, we worked closely with our representative at Microsoft to get into some of those events. Uh, but that's luck, largely. Um, and towards the end, we did hire a company out of New York. I wish I could remember the name of them. But that was... Oh, I say it was about ten grand, and they mostly what you're buying there is you're buying their list of like influencers and so forth. Mm. You give them a bunch of keys. What they did was they organized um, they organized a series of interviews. So Forrest, our our designer, would go um, fly. Basically, he flew to L.A. and then Seattle and then New York and then back to Boston, and they just arranged for him to be interviewed at different media outlets mm. along the way. Um, right before the game launched, they just set that all up and had made that happen. And they also um, locked down. Did they? No, we did that. I'm sorry. They another thing they did was they they took a bunch of press key of keys that we gave them and they gave them to different influencers. Um, they managed. Oh God, there's this whole thing that happens right when you launch a game where you get thousands of emails of people requesting keys, mm. and it just becomes too much. Like I was handling it for a while, but it was just too much and they took over it for a month after lunch which was great mm. um because they just had everybody fill out a form and they're they're doing a lot more than i was right like they were taking everybody putting them into a spreadsheet so they could memorize them later keeping track of basically they have an ongoing pool of influencers that they know are have so many followers or yeah. not so many followers and so forth um and they they managed who got the keys um uh, because like i for me it was like Somebody emails me. I click that. I don't know every YouTuber. I don't even know any YouTubers. So I click the I click the link, and I'm like, okay, let's see. You got two thousand followers on YouTube. That's probably good, right? Let me look at your videos. You have absolutely no videos where you do game reviews. Okay, you're bullshit. Next, like you're bullshit. All right, you've you've got three followers and two videos. Okay, next, uh, and I'm just doing this. I'm just looking for a reason. Like, do you get a key, yes or no? You get a couple, you get loads of emails of people who are like, could you send me 20 keys? Because you're going to be part of this great giveaway. It's like, what is your great giveaway? Well, we raffle off the keys. I'm like, why is that good for us? Because exposure. It's like, okay, fuck off. Mm. Right? Like, that's not, never do that. Whenever people, <laughs> whenever people are like, give us keys for a raffle, say, unless it's for a charity or like a good cause, always say no. There's no, you don't get a good vibe out of, all right, people don't like things that they get for free, for the most part. Um, like if somebody is given something for free versus 
Oh, do you mean gone value? Out and purchased Sorry. It? Yeah. When you were like, like, people they, don't like stuff they get for free. I was like, I think they do, Gwen. People, <laughs> like, oh, people yes. like free things. People love getting. I love free food. Yeah. I love all kinds this is of where I love free t shirts. The advice went yeah. downhill. People don't like free things. They don't like people, them. Oh, they love free things, but don't they won't. value them. They yeah. won't think your game is good if yes. they got it for free necessarily. Yeah, that's the Discord um, store, right? Like, I, I go, oh, free games. Oh, they're probably not that great. Cool. Skip. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So in a way, you're 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 giving keys to people that maybe probably just signed up for it because they want free stuff, don't mm-hmm. really know what they're getting or care, and um, you're generally the experience of somebody who actually wants that game applying and not getting it now has a bad taste in their mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's not good publicity for you in any way whatsoever. It's not like somebody's, oh, what's available? Let me do a deep dive into all these different games no they're just like oh i want a free thing yeah they've done no research you haven't really gotten eyeballs in your game in any way there's no benefit in my mind to giving away stuff for free like that yeah i don't think i've ever been a part of a giveaway the the point of the giveaway is to do anything for the thing you're giving away it's to uh aggrandize yourself or whatever thing you're trying to do oh but people will try to convince you that this is a great marketing (laughs) yeah they will because they want the free stuff. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. They want to they give away free stuff without spending the money. So you get some of that. Um, but yeah, the the marketing company, you hire a PR marketing company and they just handle the onslaught that happens mm. right when you launch. They also help you with things like, I like if I self-publish somehow, and it's not impossible, I think I might. If I self-publish, I will spend the the ten to however many grand it takes to get somebody else to handle writing the press releases, and it, it's just towards the end when you've got so much going on, you need somebody to do this stuff, handle yeah. writing the press releases, handle distributing the keys, arrange your travel, arrange for you to be interviewed by different media outlets. Like this is the bare minimum, and it's important. I've also got to imagine that. Uh... Just from knowing some PR people, having that pre-established relationship and having the weight of who they are opens a lot more doors than just, here's me with game you haven't heard of. It's coming That's from, it. hi, I'm this person you already know, media outlet. I bring you this. And they're like, oh, cool. You always bring us stuff that we <laughs> do something with. Thank you. We will look at it like that. It is true. And there is a self-selecting, if you're willing to spend the however many grand to work with a decent um you know a, a decent pr firm then yes it makes you legitimate mm. in the eyes of the press and various people yeah it comes through channels they're already aware of and yeah that definitely doesn't hurt mm-hmm. hmm. interesting it's interesting to know i mean i guess it makes sense right I, I just always saw that as part and parcel of like what a publisher did but i guess it makes sense that pr companies or marketing companies could just be a completely separate branch and it's just like just give us money up front now and we'll do those things you have to kind of do some of this stuff yourself like we're not going to publish your game for you but if that's already happening we can help you out yeah so they do that i mean there's other things you can get it totally depends on the publisher like there's publishers that'll do co-development for instance um which what's a good example of that i think um team 17 does that they're like notorious for doing a lot of that they have their own developers in-house oh Um, so kind of helping out if you're making a game whatever you need help with 
Yeah. Um, whereas if you go with a very large publisher, like it, it's unlikely anybody listening to. Well, no, we got some people listening to the podcast that could be in this place. But maybe you go with like um, EA Originals. I gotta imagine if you go with EA, they're gonna have resources that are just totally different. Like yeah, the like ability to. Money. F- well, the just more AAA style stuff. Like we will market test your, um, we will focus test your your key art, and your box art. Yeah. Uh, we will, you know, basically a lot more focus testing, a lot more usability testing, um, because they have these massive resources, these labs that do this all the time, and they probably have an in-house QA system. Whereas most publishers, especially indie style publishers, they'll be reaching out to uh, QA houses to the QA tester game. Yeah, I mean that shit. I mean, if I was going to in that instance, I'd be like, yeah, EA me up. Why not? Like if we if we if we got deep pockets, let's do all the things. Focus There's test the shit of... out of my game. Why no, not? Because that because not everybody wants to make a game that's geared towards everybody. Because well, it depends. the mass market like... I hear me. I mean, there is a reality to the reason why games that come out of Annapurna are so different from the games that come out of EA Originals. Mm. There's a reality to market testing your game will move you towards the average. It'll move you towards something that market tests well. Something that looks like Overwatch right now, probably, or or Fortnite. It'll move you towards what's currently popular. Yeah, I get that. I mean, I guess in my head, I'm like, it depends if it's an enforced change or anything like that. Like, if the market testing tells you one thing, whether you have the ability to just take that information on board or you have to do it, I guess. Really depends on how much clout you have versus your publisher. That's what all I'm thinking, this... right? Like, cause yeah. I would, I, I meant it in a sense of like, shit, I'll take on all the information. Why not do it? Yeah. Oh, good I mean, to if know. It, if it's just information, that's one thing. But yeah. I mean, usually they I've never known a publisher to be like, we just spent thousands of dollars and this is our finding. Feel free to completely disregard it. Like that's not normal. You feel Probably me? Probably not. Yeah. Um. So, I would that would be the hesitation there. I think. Hmm. Also, at some point, I should look up who Annapurna is. You keep referencing this person. How do you not know Annapurna? They made um Kentucky Route Zero. They published Goragoa. They're a lot of the uh, Ashen. I think is them. Maybe no. I don't remember. A lot of the titles on um, Epic Storefront right now are Annapurna published titles. Oh, they're a publisher. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, I'm looking up Anna Perna, and it's just some <laughs> lady, and I'm like, she buys denim. What? <laughs> no. No, Annapurna started out as a film company, and now they're known. Um, they, I would say there's a, Annapurna and Devolver are both known as being like, probably the top tier indie publishers right now. They both are, Annapurna tends to put out games that have, how that are aesthetic it? and interesting. We can do this off the podcast. Yeah, but I know. they I'm they tend to put out, out games like, though, and it's not returning any Google results. So I'm obviously spelling it wrong. Yeah, it's all one word. I've heard of Kentucky Route Zero. Yeah, it's things like that. It's eclectic games. In fact, I thought when Grace came out and Devolver published it, I was a little surprised because I was like, "Oh, that looks like it should be Annapurna." Like they generally do really artistic, beautiful. Um, experiences yeah Uh, it's one of the things i like about them do they not put their name up front and center because like i know that is part of it they must be a reason i don't know like (laughs) the name i'm actually really surprised you don't 
Um, but maybe it's like a British thing because Devolver is maybe bigger out there or something. Or maybe I mean, I... Devolver and Annapurna are neck and neck. I would say they're probably the closest competitors with each other. Um, I'm to the point where, again, I was really surprised Gris was uh, a Devolver title instead of Annapurna. To me, Devolver always felt we have the fun indie games. We have the playful indie games. You know what I mean? Yes. Annapurna was always like the artsy indie games. That's Both of them are best in class indie game. Oh, like, okay. That's what I think of when I think they of them. They put out a lot of games I haven't played, but I have heard of. I'm looking at their Wikipedia page right now and I'm like, oh, right. What remains of Edith <laughs> Finch? I haven't played it. Flower, I haven't played it. Gorgo, I haven't played it. Florence, oh, I haven't played it. Fucking killing me right now, man. Uh, but, uh... Gone Home, I played. Uh, Kentucky Route Zero, I played a little bit of. And everything else of theirs, I have not played. So that might be why I haven't heard of them. <laughs> Fair enough. They are, but yes, they are an indie brand. Yes, like that makes pretty, sense. Those are big games. They're a f- yeah, famous, yeah. I know the names. Indie brand. Um, so, yeah, wh- why were we talking about Annapurna again? I've Totally lost the thread. Uh, me too. You brought them up and then I cut you off to say, this is the second time you've said this name of a, what I think is a woman <laughs> that I don't know who it is. That Anna chick, she's really got things figured out. Yeah, Gwen seems uh, to fucking love Anna. Like, I don't know. I, I've not heard of her, but she's doing good work apparently. That's, like, that's funny because I always think of them as like, I mean, they, they say their mission was to, to put the developer for, first and not put their brand out there so shit, much. they've done a good job. But I always... Really? God. Well, yeah. I mean, I've I heard of all those videos. Two inside games. baseball. It's two inside baseball because I thought I really knew about them. My bad. Yeah, I've I'd never heard that. I mean, if I had, I I probably just went, oh, is she the developer in my head? And went like, who who? And then like it just let it breeze by and never thought about it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, publishers, marketing, all that stuff. Those are things we have talked about today, he says, in a wrapping up way, if Gwen <laughs> wanted to, unless she wanted to talk about more things. No, this is good. Yeah. It's been great chatting with you, Chris Light. You too, Gwen Frey. This has been Gwen Frey and Chris Light, and you've been in the dialogue box. <laughs>